0: Can ghosts feel electricity? Is a coconut, cocoa, or a nut? All of these questions you can find the answer to on this Paranormal, paranormal life. life. Hello everyone Ahuda. and welcome to This Paranormal Life, the comedy, paranormal podcast, where every week myself, Rory Powers, and the Paranormal Investigator slash comedian across from me, Me, Kit Greer Malvenna. Tackle a new case, claim, tale, or beast, and come to a conclusion at the end of the show as to whether or not it is truly paranormal. Is a coconut a cocoa? Like a cocoa bean. A cocoa bean. <sighs> or is it a nut? Because it's it looks like a big peanut, a big just, hairy peanut. All
1: right, I just didn't think anyone would know what you meant when you
0: said, is it cocoa? <laughs> it's, it's, how, what's so complicated about that? It's, it's a cocoa nut, so is it like a it's worrying that you Cashew, thought this much about it, like, it, but
1: still haven't discovered the truth.
0: Well, I'm just stressed. And those are the kind of big questions that we need to answer on the podcast. Coconuts are pretty big. I agree. What happened at Roswell? Is the government actually run by lizard alien men? Is hot cocoa? I can't stress this <laughs> enough. Is, is a coconut
1: involved?
0: Is in it involved? Cocoa? Yeah. Do you like milk it like a cow? Does it have little... Nipples under the fur. We just don't understand. We just don't know these things. We're all we're here to answer the big questions. Welcome, everyone, to the podcast. We are both back in Northern Ireland. Ayo, hey, back in God's country. I just got back last night quite late after my original flight was canceled. It was a little touch and go. I didn't actually know if I was going to be able to make it back for this weekend of recording. It's so true, yeah. Bit of bedlam travelling in the UK. Well, travelling globally at the moment. Well, I originally had booked a flight out of here with British Airways. And we've talked about them in the past. British Airways, you get that extra leg room. You're welcomed on board by the Sky Butlers.
1: Yeah, it they, is the airplane equivalent of like a silk glove.
0: They, they serve you a little glass of wine, a little bottle of wine. And if you no, give them a not wink, not a bottle. I think you're if, stealing that. If you give them a wink and a smile, you can get an extra bottle. And sometimes, okay. when their back is turned, you can a get a thing. few more bottles.
1: Yeah, no, there's no way. <laughs> it's supposed to be one complimentary soft drink. I think.
0: Well, I went to the airport, waited for six hours, and then BA canceled my flight. Sure. So I had to book a flight the next day with EasyJet. I'm so sorry to hear that. I think you described it quite well on an after-party episode of the show. Uh, where you described flying with EasyJet as being similar to being clubbed in the back of the head by by a man living in the Wild West, who then puts a bag over your head, throws you in the back of his wagon, and he takes you somewhere... It might not be where you want to end up, but you get somewhere at the end
1: of the journey. I think I mentioned getting beaten with a sack of pennies <laughs> mid-journey as well. And I think, to be fair, that was Ryan Arrow's describing, but EasyJet is probably the same journey sans pennies.
0: Yeah, I asked for a little bottle of wine and they clubbed me harder. They clubbed me real hard. They waterboarded <laughs> you with rotten wine. It was intense, but... I made it here. Actually, shout out to EasyJet because they were one of the few airlines that actually managed to get me home. And I'm excited to be here, back in our home studio, ready to take on another paranormal tale. Hopefully, a spicy one. Oh, it is a spicy one, Kit. Because even though I had some problems in the air with a plane, I might have had even worse problems if I'd gone by train. Interesting. Not because there's an ocean. Because there is no train. Do it. You'd literally sink. But today, we're going to investigate a paranormal case involving a train journey. Hmm, we don't spend too much time
1: on trains, but they are arguably one of the more paranormal methods of
0: transport. Hell yeah, you kidding me, motherfucker? Hogwarts? Wait, what's the Hogwarts train called? (laughs) Hogwarts Express, I think, (laughs) maybe? The Uh, f***ing Wizard
1: Railway? The platform had a memorable name, but the the actual train itself, I do not remember. The
0: Hogwarts, (laughs) that's what they call like the Gatwick Express. (laughs) Right. (laughs) The Heathrow Express, the Hogwarts Express.
1: Yeah, I guess because if you think that normally ghosts and ghouls hang out in haunted buildings. um, Yeah. Trains are basically haunted houses. They're old, rickety, old, beautiful houses. On wheels.
0: Yeah, they're definitely the most romantic form of travel as well. The puff of the smoke. The thrill of the
1: murder mystery. (laughs) And of course, we are (laughs) describing trains long before we were born. Oh, yeah. <laughs> not not a TransLink Northern Ireland or indeed a uh, Thameslink service.
0: No, I once watched a man drink so many cans of beer on a train that he vomited over his own knees. Right. And then when the train stopped, the puddle of sick shot down like when the elevator doors open in The Shining. Was that paranormal, I guess. I also watched a group of friends... Push the button to open the bathroom door to reveal their friend taking a shit. Trousers around his now, ankles. No, that did
1: not happen in Poirot's Murder on the Orient Express. It <laughs> truly really did.
0: didn't. Back in those days, people drank brandy and they smoked those cigars with the little wooden nibs
1: on them. If the door to the toilet carriage did swing open, yeah. you would simply d- doth <laughs> your cap, tilt and go, I am
0: so terribly sorry yes. to have been caught. <laughs> <laughs> a man's pantaloons would be by his ankles. Yeah, it's no, it a sexy, sexy way
1: to travel. We're talking about the type of trains that would get Francis Bourgeois boner.
0: <laughs> yes, that is the type of train we're going to be talking about today. One of those sick old romantic trains where murder mysteries happened. Our story begins on July 14th, 1911. Hell yeah, more than a few good trains kicking about. We're at Roma Termini, Rome's central railway station. Now, as I said, we're back in 1911. If you want to go a long distance, you wanted a train. They were all the rage. And on this July 14th, things were even more exciting than usual. Visitors from all over had come to the station today to witness the launch of a brand new railway line debuted by the Zanetti Railway Company. Ooh, where's it going? This train, brother, straight to hell.
1: (laughs) There can't be a good return on investment on a railway like that.
0: Welcome all to the launch of the newest railway line. The fastest and most luxurious way to travel straight to Milan, fashion capital of the world. This new state-of-the-art train was a steam locomotive with three lavish carriages, that would take its passengers through the breathtaking Italian countryside and straight to Milan. Something that traditionally wasn't possible in the past, because the distance was split by mountain ranges. But, this was the exciting part. The Zanetti company had excavated a huge tunnel one kilometer long through the rock— That meant that this new train could travel straight through the mountains and to its destination on the other side. Now that is customer service and that is innovation. Yeah, it's pretty hardcore, isn't it? Just go, f*** mother earth, we going through you. Right. I like that mentality a lot, you know? Should we go under it? Should we go over it? No. Plow, plow straight through.
1: It doesn't feel very uh, Italian uh, in terms of mindset, but I really respect that they did this. Because, uh, as you said, presumably the only way to travel that distance previously would have been similar to EasyJet getting a, a <laughs> drunken peasant to beat you with a sack of pennies and carry your limp body over the mountains.
0: Yeah, so to have an alternative to that is is a pretty good choice. I mean, you can see why this car is filled with the wealthiest little bastards in all of Italy. I'm assuming, you know, uh, men and women in full suits, uh, little boys licking big lollipops with knee-high socks, just being like, mommy, I want to ride the train through the mountain. (laughs) Little
1: bastards, basically. Uh, Have you ever been to uh, Milan? I've never. Roma? Never in my life. Have you? Uh, I have been to both. Uh, really? By and, train? Uh, yes. Yes. By tra- Although I will attest, <laughs> look, I don't want to be mean to the, the country, the great country of Italy. <laughs> but someone opened the bathroom door while I was trying to take a dump. <laughs> the gentleman's pantalons were exposed to, to the elements. Um, <laughs> no one said that Italy's a bad place. No one's saying that. Uh, But... What are you about to say? (laughs) But they did have to stop the train several times for the police to arrest thieves who were just wandering the carriages. Really? uh, Robbing people. Um, Like robbing them... In like a discreet little <laughs> sexy way or like a gun? Me and my friends were uh, in a carriage, which was pretty old style. It was like the, the double doors and you're in a Hogwarts Express style. Yeah. Uh, Harry Potter, I'll take the lot, please, um, style carriage. <laughs> Uh, and we were kind of take, we're super exhausted, so we're taking it in turns to kind of sleep. And good thing we did. Taking
0: it in turns to sleep?
1: Because (laughs) every 30 seconds, a guy with a scar through his (laughs) eye would just like press his face against the glass, look in, and borderline run his thumb against his neck saying, You're next. Uh, (laughs) and they kept having to stop the train so it was a little bit threatening but we but we eventually got to milano The most beautiful fashion city on earth. So, you know, can't be
0: all bad. I love that you thought you were going to get this luxurious European train through the countryside. And you basically got a train from f***ing Red Dead Redemption. (laughs) And there are cowboys out the window with bandana masks, lassoing (laughs) strangers off of the train. Honky
1: tonk piano playing from nowhere. Uh, The conductor's
0: like... Here, you're gonna need this, son. Hand you a loaded Smith and Western. Oh, yeah, (laughs) you're about to come over them, their hills. Aim and fire, boy. (laughs) Oh, you
1: are Italian. (laughs) And then, whenever we uh, this is a side note, but whenever we got there, you know, I remember someone asking me, it's like, you know, what was the food like? Italian food, famously beautiful. And I was like, yeah, man, we went to this one spot, it was awesome. You paid. Uh, like uh, pennies and you could just have as much soup as you want. It was like all these different types of soup um, and bread and then someone informed me that you were just at a homeless soup kitchen. (laughs) Wait, is that real? <laughs> I don't know, man. In my mind, it was uh, to this day the first and last soup restaurant I've ever been to. It could have been a soup <laughs> kitchen. I don't
0: know. It was sick, man. They gave you free coats, uh, like some brochures on places to spend the night. You could throw pennies into this fountain and drink as much fountain water as you wanted. That was just a fountain, which <laughs> isn't the Trevi Fountain. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Okay, well, this is, all, this is very different than the experience you had on your Italian trains. As I said, this is supposed to be like high end travel. This is like no, first class it. on okay. the airline. <laughs> all aboard! The Zanetti passengers boarded from the platform and found their seats, reclining in comfort as the big wheels started turning. The train glided through the Italian countryside, chugging northwest away from the capital. And by all accounts, the journey was nothing short of exquisite. Guests were serenaded by roaming violinists wandering up and down the carriages. Wow, now this is high class. Those on board were offered top quality cuisine and expensive snacks from around the world. Hell yeah, as much soup as you want. (laughs) They were offered the finest champagne in elegant flutes. Things were going just as planned. Hours passed as the train approached its final destination, the beautiful region of (laughs) Lombardy. What? I'm not even joking. They are heading towards the Lombardy region of Italy. If you're new to this paranormal life, Lombardy is where the liquid of
1: the dead comes from.
0: It is a drink that Kit and I... Patented. we, We patent, we made it, we sold it for a while. There were some lawsuits... Uh, there was I some... don't know why
1: we're getting into it, to be honest, we shouldn't. because every time we mention the damn thing,
0: another lawsuit pops <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> we're under a lot of NDAs, which is, uh, which is you're right, we should probably not, not talk about it. But uh, if, if there are still any bottles out there, don't drink it. That's all we can say under NDA, is just don't drink it. The only stretch left in the journey was, of course, the newly built tunnel leading straight through the mountains. Locals in the nearby town were so excited to see this new tunnel in action that they headed to the exit to watch as the beautiful new train emerged out of the other side. Is that the tunnel? Yes, that's the exit right there. Wow, what time is it now? Two minutes past five. (laughs) She's running late. Ha! All that glitz and glam, and she can't even run on time. Maybe the conductors had too much champagne! (laughs) (laughs) The locals continued to watch the tunnel, waiting for the Zanetti train to arrive. But it never came. What felt like an hour had passed and still, nothing had come out the other side. How has it not arrived yet? I don't like this. Something must have gone wrong. I'm calling the authorities. The locals called the police, explaining the situation, and before long, the chief of the police and a rescue team had arrived at the site. At this point, the train should have definitely come through the tunnel. But still, there wasn't even a sound coming from the darkness. So the men fired up their torches and headed inside. That's a dangerous move, heading into the ass end of a tunnel that you think a train went in. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it hasn't
1: emerged from yet.
0: Yeah. Also, brand new tunnel. Right. What, what yeah. What why? What?
1: I like my tunnels proven. <laughs> okay. Roadworthy. <right. laughs> yeah. I like my tunnels to have, you know, at least notched a couple decades of, you know, not collapsing. Yeah. Uh, if a tunnel is like a few days old, you know. How am I to know that a boulder isn't going to cartoonishly land
0: on either side, blocking me in forever? It's it's very true, yeah. I mean, this is a, a ballsy move to go in. I assume so much time has passed at this point that they're like, all right, something has, it's not five minutes yeah, late anymore. they need help. It's been hours. Judy calls. Yeah. There is a certain element to this that's kind of like, uh, huh, my gun won't fire. Let me just gonna, look
1: down the barrel I'm and see if it's stuck. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> It's a dangerous game you're playing. Agreed. The police shuffled down into the tunnel with their torches, the anticipation growing with each step. As they walked, a pinprick of light became visible in the distance. Was it the Zanetti train barreling towards them? Maybe it was the flaming wreckage of a disastrous crash. The men cautiously edged forward to discover... They had emerged out the other side. What? They had walked the entire length of the tunnel... There was no train to be seen. All right. Either
1: these guys blinked at the exact moment (laughs) collectively that the train passed them by or something else has gone wrong here.
0: This is just a fancy train. It's not a quiet train. I'm assuming this is still (laughs) a roaring steam locomotive. It's not the Tesla
1: of trains.
0: Yeah. you, You would know if this thing had passed by you. So, I mean, at this point, what really are the options? I don't know a lot about trains but if you'll pardon the pun, I'm pretty sure they got a pretty one-track mind.
1: Right, it's front or back. (laughs) Yeah, they're not exactly
0: going off the rails and thinking, hey, I wonder what's over there. They pretty much can only go in Uh, one or two directions. Until they
1: do go off the rails, that does happen sometimes.
0: Well, that's option number two. (laughs) The train did go off the rails and they're going to find basically a smoldering pile of melted (laughs) bodies. So, the group of men started following the tracks further up the line, fearing that at some point that they would come across the flaming wreckage of the Zanetti train. But still, there was nothing, no sign of a crash. Or so they thought. That's when they heard a faint moaning coming from the bushes by the railway line. The police ran over to investigate, and there on the ground, was a finely dressed, middle-aged man and woman, torn up and battered in the bushes. Jesus. There was no mistake. These were passengers from the train. Madam, madam, Can you hear me? Stand back! Give them some room! But it was no good. The couple collapsed to the floor. It would be several days before they had regained enough strength to explain what had happened to them. And as they did... The police stared in wonder as they listened to the wildest story they'd ever heard.
1: That's got to be frustrating. Uh, you know, you want these people to heal. You want them to be comfortable and safe. You also want to find out where all the goddamn people went.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we could be losing more literally by the hour. Like...
1: Oh, I'm just uh, so weak. I feel like I need a um, more rest. I'm so tired. Yeah, of course.
0: Here's a glass of water. Just anything, oh, though. You could tell you us so about much. the. Uh, anything oh, you could tell I, us about the crash. I grow weary. Please let me <laughs> no, no, let no. me rest. No, no, no. No, because oh, uh, me and Lieutenant Jenkins here actually. I know you're not sleeping because your eyes are open. What? You're just making the noises with your with your mouth. I'm sleeping. Did the train
1: depart from the station, sir? If you're, not, if you're not going to leave me alone, at least get me a snack.
0: All right. What do you want? Maybe a steak and <laughs> chips. A steak and We're in a hospital. Maybe a jog of my memory. I think I can get you a bag of f***ing Doritos and a carton of milk. You get me a steak and chips to tell you what you want to know. All right. The radio just called. We found the train. Yeah, it never left. Oh, I'm actually feeling okay. Now you mentioned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to go. <laughs> this is when the doctor comes in he's not even hurt by the way (laughs) we ran all the tests he's fine i have never seen a man in more perfect health (laughs) I think you guys just gave a piggyback to a homeless man all the way to the hospital (laughs) no the story is I'm gonna I'm gonna choose my words carefully because I know that like kids listen to this they do episode and they do the story's f***ing f***ed up (laughs) okay do you know why I had to swear there? Because that's how f***ed up the story is. I can't do it. It would be a disservice all right, it's quite
1: enough to call it
0: weird or kooky.
1: Because it's not kooky. It... It's all fucking. Okay, there's more adjectives that are out there. Ass blast. There's no it, way that that's the most descriptive it's terminology a mi- It's a mind story. shag. <laughs> that's, that's not good. It's
0: wild,
1: dude. It's an ass. I don't know. I just said wild, shag.
0: which is not a swear, but I don't mean wild. I mean, f-ed. Uh, sorry, I'm just getting worked up. But it's honestly, just the
1: children, ugh. the children are damaged now because you swore a lot and you told them a lot of bad words.
0: Kids, listen up. It's a mind don't shag. Listen, don't. Let, no. Don't. This week's episode this. is a mind shag. It really is. Let's shag our minds all the way back to <laughs> July 14th. Inappropriate, of course. Inappropriate. This couple had been on board the Zanetti Express to Milan. They were enjoying their journey. A wave of excitement swept down the carriage as the record-breaking tunnel came into view around the corner ahead. The passengers were excited to cruise through a mountain and pop out the other side like nothing had happened. But as the train drew closer to the tunnel, it began to hum. It was as if the metal in the tracks was vibrating. People started to panic, looking around the carriages trying to understand what was going on. And then... (coughs) What's that? Passengers turned quickly to see an elderly woman in a window seat, face pressed up against the glass. Others joined her at the window to see what looked like a thick white fog billowing around the train. That's not good. The entire locomotive was enveloped in a vortex of white smoke. It was as if the entire train was on fire. This is worrying because this son of a bitch is a steam train. That's the whole thing is that there's steam coming out of the motherfucker. So if there's a bad amount of steam? <laughs> right. It's got to be something really unusual. Which when you
1: think about it is pretty dangerous. It's like having a mode of public transport, which is like, This thing's basically a grenade on wheels. We're going to just have the fuse light at just the right rate that the whole thing doesn't blow up, but we can assure you it's very safe and it's very leisurely. Oh, oh, but you are loading flammable material into a (laughs) fire in order for this thing to chug along.
0: Oh, we are. Oh, we are. Yeah. The whole way this thing goes is by us dancing with fate. We are, we are literally rolling the dice every time we put a spoonful of coal in the oven. <laughs> the driver is also juggling knives. And if he <laughs> so much as uh, twitches,
1: the whole thing runs off the rails.
0: Yeah, it's worrying to have your the biggest threat to your mode of transport, which is a huge fire, be the way that your transport runs. Sure. That's like having a boat that's like, yeah, it runs pretty well. Keep an eye on it, though, because if it gets too wet, it goes down. It's like, what do you mean if it gets too wet? That's the whole thing. That's how boats work. I don't know if you've looked around, <laughs> Captain, but there's a lot of wet. Which I guess is right. That's how boats go down is too much wet, <laughs> right? Like they can't f- Well, that's not what happened to Titanic. The Titanic got rinsed by... <laughs> not rinsed. That was a bad choice of words. Because I got- <laughs> would infer it was just wet. Uh... <laughs>
1: Although interesting that we do use that terminology, saying you got rinsed, which would infer you just
0: got too wet. It's true. But as we said, for these people to be freaking out over smoke, it's got to be something nuts. At this point, the carriages were shaking left to right violently. A man at the back of the rear carriage sprinted towards the exit door, pushing it open. He then grabbed the hand of his wife and they leapt from the moving train slamming into the ground and rolling into the bushes I
1: <laughs> gotta appreciate that liam neeson shit just like yeah. not waiting for the bad thing to happen just jumping just at the, at the first signs going
0: for it yeah that could have just been the train going into the tunnel and he's like <laughs> time to fly sweetheart <laughs> oh and he goodness. leaps out straight into a f-ing cactus patch yeah they were 300 meters from the station <laughs> that they left They watched from the bushes. The train was still visible ahead, cloaked in what looked like a strange cloud. It also looked like it was trying to stop, but the first carriage had already entered the tunnel. The couple watched as the smoke enveloped the train and it disappeared into the darkness. And that was the last time anyone saw the Zanetti train.
1: They had to wait three days for that explanation?
0: Yeah. I mean get the man of steak and chips and jog his goddamn <laughs> memory. There must have been something else. Well, it's pretty insane. I mean, I think I'm doing a bit of a disservice by saying they saw a bit of smoke. No, on I the agree. Sides. It,
1: it, to be clear, everything that was described should not have happened.
0: Yeah, this it sounds like it sounds like we're not talking about the steam from the engine. We are talking about a paranormal fog of course enveloping this craft shaking it left to right i'm assuming alarms are going off the violinists are jumping ship everything short of the goddamn green
1: goober or whatever he was called from uh ghostbusters showing up in front of the
0: train oh yeah the little floaty man <laughs> yeah what was his name slimer <laughs> is that it? So, what'd you call him goober <laughs> the green goober the green goober that's the action figure you get at a gas station for of 99 course. cents <laughs> pretty crazy stuff right
1: Yeah, nuts. Not what, I mean, you want a refund, don't you, at the very least. We don't know where these people have gone yet, but (laughs) you paid for a luxury travel experience.
0: It's such a weird story, because now you at least have witnesses who were on the train who can testify that it went into the tunnel. (laughs) 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 And it never came out. Right, the
1: police were hoping that there was something to explain the fact that it never even got to the tunnel. Yeah. But
0: no, no. They waited three days to hear that, and they're like, oh, my God. So
1: we got ser- to search the tunnel again, to be clear?
0: Yeah, we were, like, looking uh, around the entrance and exits, trying to see if there's anywhere it could have gone off the rails. You're saying a wizard attacked <laughs> your train? Great. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, I, I find this so funny. It's almost as if Zanetti, like, I know they were trying to make the most luxurious, futuristic train. Maybe they went a little too far. Maybe someone should have kept an eye on that engineer. Who <laughs> was like, yeah, I can build you a train, all right. <laughs> They're like, cool, we want it to go through uh, through the mountain. Oh, yeah, straight through. No tunnel needed. I don't know what you're talking about, but we're going to build a tunnel, just to be clear. All right, all right, but I got it. Futuristic train. The most futuristic vehicle in the world. Okay. violinists in train, every carriage. No. The finest yeah, champagne. Oh, yeah, served. okay, I feel like we're back on the same page. Instead of coal, perhaps it's huh. powered by fear itself.
1: You lost me after the champagne for all the voyagers. What did you just say?
0: Fear. Fear will power this locomotive.
1: Okay, we don't want there to be... Even if that were how the engine worked, which, sure, would be economical, we don't want there to be an abundance of fear in the carriage. Make it run on champagne. If you can make it run on anything, make it run on champagne or something. And sure, we'll build your rails, but you ain't gonna need them. Not with this railway. Okay, can we get another engineer in here? This... I'm not sure who this guy is. I'm starting to think Doc Brown was the head engineer behind this shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they typed in a, a, a date instead of a destination. The wheels started spinning, smoke started coming out out of the ground, and then that thing disappeared. <laughs> like wasn't that literally what happened in the in the movie? Like they would drive towards like a wall and it would disappear like the moment before. Yeah. It, Same thing happened here, but it was just right before it hit the tunnel.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They almost hit some sort of time slip or like they slipped into another dimension and the train just zipped out of existence. Nice, uh, nice old episode reference when we did time slips. And I don't want to give anything away, but that is one of the theories about what happened to the Zanetti train. Jesus Christ. Because I mean, what else is it? That's explanation? a bad
1: explanation. <laughs> I mean, I I hosted the episode of Time Slips. If that's the leading cause, like at least in the episode about Time Slips, I'm pretty sure it was a few petty thieves and drunkards who claimed to have slipped into another year. We lost hundreds of people, <laughs> and 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 a
0: a world record-setting
1: multi-million-pound train. Yeah,
0: that's a hard thing to explain, isn't it? You know when like when all the loved ones of the passengers are waiting in Milan for the train to a- arrive and they're like, is it, is it delayed? Like, is, is it going to be here soon? Uh, it's going to be somewhere soon. It could be Milan. It could be planet Schmorgan. <laughs> it is gone.
1: Yeah, if the loved ones are asking for ex- answers and you go, you know, Einstein said that time and matter are really one. What? That's not a good response. (laughs) And sometimes the
0: waves overlap in a way that means we don't know where the f*** they are. Now, it's interesting to note that the Zanetti tunnel itself that was used on that railway was blocked off during World War II and is now completely disused. Good. But I mean, it's not like they were trying to hide off the truth. Men searched that tunnel front to back. And there was not even a sign that the train had even gone through it, which is super weird. Uh, As we've said,
1: as we pointed out, this is not an easy thing to lose. We're not talking about a a disappearing mobile phone, a disappearing teddy bear. We're talking about a disappearing three carriage long, multi-ton hunk of metal with lots of people on board. Yeah,
0: Um, we're not talking about kits. Italian train journey, where things disappeared, but in the hands of many, many thieves, not through some... Sure, they said it was a fucking time slip when they were caught by the police, but uh, it was really not a paranormal cause. And that
1: small child did steal my phone on that trip, and I don't want to relive <laughs> the memory, and that's not a joke.
0: This is, in a weird way, the greatest train heist of all time. They stole the train! Right, it's some, o- <laughs> <laughs> some Ocean's Eleven shit. it's like doing a bank heist where you just up and take the bank like the the employees and everyone inside cut out the plans in the middle man yeah it's pretty hardcore believe it or not we are only at the halfway point of this story when i said that nobody ever saw the zanetti train again technically that might not have been the truth you lied to me the train wasn't seen again in italy but it was seen again (laughs) Sorry, you have a problem? Oh well, Planet Gishmorgan. <laughs> Not Planet Gishmorgan. It was seen again in... <laughs> I'm just laughing because we've... Take this seriously. Because I we've
1: referenced Planet Gishmorgan before, <laughs> but it's definitely made up. But it's definitely also been mentioned in many episodes.
0: Oh, like Zongtar the alien. Yeah. I think that's where he's from. <laughs> but it was seen again in Ukraine. What? On October 29th, 1955... Peter Estimenko, the signalman at a local railway, spotted a train approaching in the distance. Strange, one definitely wasn't scheduled to pass by at this time, and Peter claims to have witnessed an old-fashioned three-car train gliding along the rails in complete silence. A ghost train. He said that it had its shades down, so he couldn't tell if anyone was on board, But smoke was billowing from the engine, even though it wasn't making a sound. Holy crap. It sounds like, what is this, 40 years later? 44 years later. This man claims to have seen the train zip in and out of existence along his railway. I don't know geography. I don't know if this is technically possible. It's all Europe. Well, I don't think it's technically possible for that train to be going for 44 years just around different tracks until it happened to pass by Ukraine. Why not? I think a lot of passengers would be dead. The, I think the conductor the, the might be dead. The are done. They might be dead. <laughs> I mean, the fact that this thing isn't making a noise. I mean, are we talking about a ghost train? Or are we talking about some weird, f***ed up, spectral glimpse of a time slip phenomenon? Or did Peter have an out-of-date sausage for lunch <laughs> Sure, in a you hot know a loved dog, I don't know. Believe it or not, the same train was spotted in Crimea, but this time traveling along non-existent rails.
1: Okay, now we're definitely talking about either a ghost train or a time slip, whatever you said.
0: Well, this will help answer the question because according to locals, the train was real enough that it blasted through a flock of chickens, crushing a bunch of them. Okay, I'm
1: confused. Right? But, uh, you know, as I said, I was fine with this thing being in Ukraine 44 years later, uh, as long as it was on tracks. But to be not on tracks (laughs) anymore, this is where I truly draw the line. Well, I keep as
0: well... uh, Like, at this point, it could just be in the sky like (sighs) f***ing Santa Claus and his reindeers. It keeps almost having an explanation and then... Jumping to the other side, it's like, oh, so it's a ghost train. It's like, no, it was on the rails. Oh, okay. So it was like an actual train. Not this time. It wasn't on the rails this time. It's like, oh, okay, so, so that was, was like a frontage, fin- No, it killed a chicken. Okay. <laughs> it straight up killed a chicken. Uh, it's really bizarre. Um, so this is
1: interesting. Now, why... Would, because Crimea, to my understanding, sadly, we all now know uh, a lot about this area due to the Ukraine war. Mm -hmm. This is all one part of the world. Uh, Why have we jumped from Italy to Ukraine and Crimea? And I mean, these
0: places, I mean, geographically, they're not... Right, it's uh, not two different continents, but it might as well be. Yeah, you're you're not getting trains, I don't think, doing that journey. Not one train. I mean, yeah, logically, this doesn't make any sense. And I mean, to throw another wrench into the machine, it was also one-sided in the Channel Tunnel between England and France. All right, well,
1: that doesn't make a damn bit of sense.
0: (laughs) It was even seen in Chernobyl before the nuclear disaster. (laughs) What? It's Mothman (laughs) piloting this thing around Europe? (laughs) oh my god these people are having the ride of their lives
1: (laughs) mothman mothman got tired flying and he was just riding the zanetti up the channel tunnel he's like i've got to tell boris johnson about a potential
0: terrorist attack (laughs) that's about to take place in london can you imagine hopping on that train thinking you're gonna have a leisurely little journey to milan and i think you know you're in Chernobyl, nuclear blast chasing you down the rails. Boom, you just hit a chicken. Where are you now? Ukraine, you're fucking blasting through dimensions. You're through in time You are in
1: hell, to be clear. This is some kind of hell machine that is operating <laughs> yeah. on our plane. Uh Those passengers did some bad shit. Like, <laughs> right. maybe this is what happens when <laughs> enough bad people just get concentrated in one location. The devil is just like... We could just get started while they're still alive, by the way. Yeah.
0: Just get started with the punishment. I could do like a hundred birds with one stone. <laughs> just let me zap that train straight to the f***ing hell dimension and it'll save us a lot of time. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sure during the Second World
1: War at some point, like Hitler and all his buddies were in like one car together and the devil was like <laughs> talking to God like... I can just take them now. Like, if if we're cool, if we're all on the same page, I'll yeah. just take them now.
0: I like to think that the devil has, like, a sniper rifle. And he's like, I have all four heads lined up right yeah. now. I could take I out Hitler. A clean shot. I can take out his war generals. I can really, I can take this now. And God's like, that's not how I do things. I, for some reason, let them do a bunch of horrible <laughs> shit. And, and then and then I give them
1: to you the devil, the devil puts away his rifle he's like you know you're pretty f***ed up too god and I, I don't question your methods and far be it from me but sometimes I wonder if you're really the bad guy because for some reason it's me done you're actually punishing them I'm trying to save people up there <laughs> for some reason I just let them do what they want until they die of natural causes
0: This, this, is, this is insane. I mean, look, we talked about, I believe we talked about someone in a previous case who essentially walked into a time slip where yeah. uh, he turned a corner. I believe it was in the UK, right? Uh, he turned the corner and he was on the same street, but uh, like 60 years ago or something like that. Yeah, he was... You know, in retrospect, somehow
1: conveniently, he was getting chased by a bobby down a street because he had committed several crimes sure. and then claimed to have slipped out of that dimension <laughs> into a different time period.
0: Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, if that's what happened to him when he just walked into a time slip, what happens when you blast into one at 100 miles per hour? You're going to go a few You're different gonna places. You're going to get yeeted
1: across <laughs> a couple timelines.
0: Now, I know that you think this can't possibly keep getting crazier, but the train was not only spotted across the world, but Kit, it was also spotted in the past.
1: I was wondering where you were going with this. Space? But okay, no, the
0: past. After the train's bizarre- What do you mean? <laughs> I'm trying to explain it. Okay, dude. sorry. <laughs> After the train's bizarre disappearance in 1911, Local historians came across an incredible discovery. While researching the writings of medieval monks of (laughs) Medina There's no way. Whose monastery shut this down whose monastery was smack bang between Rome and Milan, they discovered writings about quote a metal chariot of Satan that that shot black smoke in the sky. That was followed by three smaller chariots. And they traveled along the ground like an enormous serpent. And inside the serpent was a little cart where a
1: (laughs) demon would sell you peanuts and play the violin.
0: (laughs) Uh, What the f*** are you talking about? Is it so crazy to think that this train hit some sort of f***ing black hole... And didn't just slip through the dimensions of the world, but slipped through time itself. Possibly going backwards and forwards through some sort of wacky wormhole. And people are just witnessing almost like the shadowy reflection of this train passing by from another dimension.
1: Jeez, there's a lot to unpack here.
0: We talked about, what was that boat that they tried to turn invisible (laughs) the philadelphia experiment the philadelphia experiment where i think they tried to create a cloaking device to mask (laughs) an entire boat and it ended up sending the boat through several dimensions and fusing men to the ship yeah yeah could we be looking at something similar here that was a double (laughs) yes right that episode (laughs) absolutely not Listen, I wasn't
1: expecting to end up in a time travel debate here, but uh, it is true that in previous episodes where we have had to debate the existence of time travel, uh, you open up a whole kettle of fish where to find the smoking gun, we have to now look through all of history books, to which, let's face it, the yeah. history books only go back like a thousand, two thousand years max. Uh, And humans have been around here for a quarter million years. And Earth has been around here for like 14 billion years or whatever. (laughs) This thing could be the Big Bang, just (laughs) choo-chooing right
0: through a black hole. Um, We need to look out for constellations in the night sky that look like locomotive steam puffs. (laughs) We need to see if there
1: are ancient Egyptian pyramids dedicated to the train conductor.
0: I know what you mean though. This is basically I didn't even think about this when I was investigating the case, but a lot of this is basically the plot to back to the future 2 and 3. Sure. Where uh, when the DeLorean is struck by a bolt of lightning, it it disappears from existence and Marty is like, "Whoa, what the fuck? Like where how am I supposed to know where Doc went in the DeLorean?" And then immediately a minute later, Marty gets handed a letter that was like Yo, we've had this letter for f***ing 200 years. It's a letter to be delivered to him immediately after Doc went back in time to the Wild West. Yeah. You know? So what we're seeing here it is... It changed a tra- the timeline when this thing disappeared. Yeah. All of a sudden, the train zips back, possibly through time. And now, all of a sudden, you're like... People in the past wrote a lot of stories about a, a giant mechanical serpent that puffs steam.
1: All we know is... They shouldn't have drilled that hole in the mountain. I don't know what that mountain's <laughs> deal is, but I'm starting to think if they had just gone around it, everything would be cushy.
0: Yeah, I think it was probably a good idea that they just patched that shit over.
1: I'm starting to understand why they, yeah, blew it up in the war or whatever.
0: <laughs> now, yet again, there are more layers to this crazy tale. In the 1840s, <laughs> fucking out. In the 18- so still back in time, <laughs> good, to be clear. Still back okay. in time. I'm sorry, I forgot how crazy this story is. In the 1840s, a psychiatrist called Jose Saxino was working in Mexico City. He was assigned to a new batch of patients from another country the authorities had detained for acting suspiciously. These confused and disorientated patients all told the doctor the same thing. that There, there is a- no way... If I if you're about to say that what we all think you're about to so say f- this
1: story is verifiably not true.
0: They said that they had arrived in Mexico by train. Uh-huh. And they'd left uh-huh. from Rome. And they were confused. <laughs> if these were the passengers of the Zanetti train, they had just arrived in Mexico 70 years before they were due to disappear. <laughs> How's that for a mind shag? You made this up. I didn't make this I up. I hate this is to, a after this story. many years of doing the podcast, finally accuse you of lying. <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. Sure, the ancient writings of the medieval monks of Medina is quite hard to get your hands on. Apparently it's archived somewhere. Some people say it doesn't exist. Specifically <laughs> Um, Jose Saxino, don't know if there's any records of him ever existing or his 100... Italian patients who ended up in Mexico but these are all a hundred patients a hundred and four a hundred and
1: four patients and he saw all of them and they all said the same thing (laughs) they
0: all said mamma mia here we go again and then they disappeared into thin air uh let's talk about let's talk theories (laughs) Look, I should have started the episode with a warning that this story was knocking futz, okay? But hey, is this not an incredible, if not unbelievable, paranormal tale? This is the next Christopher Nolan movie. Look, I will say, sure, sounds unbelievable. Sure, it's hard to track down a lot of the records of some of the shit that we've talked about today. But... Sure, it seems like... (laughs)
1: Psychiatrist Jose was made up purely as a fictional narrative device
0: to prove the rest of the story. Of course. But I will say that I'm not going to go as far to say that this is on the same level as a creepypasta or an internet story or a legend. I mean, the tunnel is real. It's blocked off to this day. It was used. Allegedly, there was a Zanetti train that apparently was shut down at some point. I mean... What?! That's that's lot different. Well, no, I'm saying like those are those are the records you can find, but the, the stories are built around <laughs> then a them. Train
1: existed at one point <laughs> and it was shut down. I'm sorry. (laughs) We've been listening to this story. We've been
0: quite patient as an audience. You're getting so worked up. You're talking like Smeagol. You're like, we've been very patient. We've been sitting here. (gasps) We've been listening. It's like, you got to calm down, dude. (laughs) Look, I encourage people, if they're interested in this story, to look it up online. There's a lot of it to read about (laughs) i'm having to choose my words very carefully (laughs) but it is it's it's out there it's on a ton of websites i have even left out a bunch of even of the wilder claims this is the tame shit you don't want to know what i'm not even joking with you originally in this script there was a whole section about a skull that was being transported (laughs) on the train and that apparently was one of the reasons why it slipped into the the, the time world. <laughs> there's something An so funny skull. about
1: imagining just this train setting off and everyone being like real uh, <laughs> upbeat and on the same page, just about like enjoying the luxury of train travel across Europe. And then there's just one Indiana Jones villain looking motherfucker in the corner of the train, clearly <laughs> hiding a glowing skull under a cloth.
0: That's how all those train journeys go though, right? It's like three really fancy carriages. And then there's one right at the back That you open and it's like someone is tied to a chair. Sure. And getting punched and asked a bunch of questions. There's some shady shit going down. When there's rich people involved, there's always some shady shit going down. 100%. Look, we've covered the entirety of the story. We've talked about not even the history of this train, but the future and the past of this train. It's time to talk about theories. The main theory here and the real only explanation that we have if something like this did actually take place is that the train entered into some sort of time slip or some sort of portal where for possibly a split second, for a brief moment, it managed to escape our world or our universe and essentially ricochet through time and space before ending up God knows where. And humans got glimpses of this train in the past and the future before, I guess, it just disappeared out of existence. Straight to hell, possibly.
1: All right. Theory number one.
0: Sure. Do you want to, like, talk about it or dissect no, it or anything? I feel like I like, want to hear
1: the other theory before we debate it. Well, I further. think
0: it's just, like, the other one is not that fun to talk about. So it's, like, let's talk I about the I crazy one. I think I want to hear it. What if, like, there are numbers everywhere in the world and we can't see them? Ones and zeros, ones and zeros. And, like, but between the ones and is zeros, there's, like, theory? a fucking seven. No, this is just talking about the first one. Maybe there's, like, a seven or, like, a, 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 a goddamn shit emoji. I think and the you're train not
1: equipped to just... Clipped, the train
0: clipped out of our world it clipped out and went off of the rails so to speak but not the physical rails of the train but the metaphysical rails of our own human comprehension
1: you're just saying the same theory again because <laughs> i refuse to
0: discuss it with you <laughs> i really wish you would i really wish you would at least just like chat about it or something because that's kind of like i was kind of hoping we'd have this back and forth and we could talk a little bit about, like, you've talked you're, about You're portals. trying to
1: delay the inevitable of discussing ah. the next theory so hard. Ah. Ah. We, uh. Like, it's fine. <laughs> like, if, okay. the, if the two theories are as good as each other, it'll hold up, it'll be fine.
0: Uh, theory number two, you know? Let's go. You know, actually, I could probably add another theory in before number two, which okay. is that, like, the train just not. just went f***ing, if you'll pardon the pun, locomotive. It went bananas. It seems like it's a lot like the first theory. No, it's so different. But if this train clipped, if it clipped,
1: <laughs> so in both out they clipped of the
0: freaking world.
1: So to paraphrase you, if the world is made of ones and zeros and threes, it, it, no, it not hit a three. seven.
0: <laughs> seven or like a, as I said, like a poop emoji. And then I guess the last theory is that uh, the train never existed and it's a lie. So. But let's not dwell on that so one. Let's not dwell on the last theory. So I'm just concerned because you did mention that
1: it's like less of a theory and more of just. Yeah. You, you mentioned it the truth. I
0: don't remember saying that. You said that. I don't think seconds so. Seconds ago. I mean, it's hard to even. Like, Maybe you thought I said that, but maybe in this world My made mind up of clipped. ones and zeros, yeah, I your hit your mind a seven clipped. or a poop emoji. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm podcasting in Ukraine for five minutes, then I'm podcasting at Chernobyl. Uh, those are the two explanations. Some people say, "Hey, if this train really did do all this crazy shit, that people claimed that there was some sort of time slip." And others who are skeptical say, "Maybe the claims were exaggerated. There is, there was a Zanetti railway. There was a line that went through the mountain. The tunnel exists. That is the bare minimum. A lot that of the would hope would be backstory and the setting the is there. I will say so."
1: A lot of the setting,
0: sure. Yeah. The country of Italy. Also, it's a real place. There. A real place. It's like uh, someone telling you that they saw a unicorn. And you hear the story and the hooves are there. The, the horse is there. But not on a unicorn. All we're missing is the fucking spike, you know? Which is such a Which little thing main, to miss. No, yeah, it's, it's, it's the, the main, main thing. thing. But like... The rest of the story is there.
1: So I'm starting to think that you brought up the Philadelphia experiment, uh, not because, as you incorrectly stated, that was a double yes, right? Uh, But you subconsciously brought it up because uh, another famous paranormal tale repeated over the internet ad infinitum. Not a real word. But yet...
0: Made that up to try and confuse me.
1: At the end of our investigation, of which we decided...
0: Yeah, the boat
1: never existed.
0: I wish you would time slip. I wish you would time slip far away. Just because I, I, just because I'm not handing you a double yes on a platter. Look, did this story blast into a tunnel and not come out the other side? Sure, it did, kind of. We we're here looking for conclusions, and uh oh, we searched the tunnel from top to bottom. We can't find shit. All, Kit and I jumped from the story, and we landed in the bushes. <laughs> but yet we have to conclude today i know it's a confusing story but let me tell you it's a fucking story oh let me give a little shout out to the people who recommended this one apologies if you recommended it on emails i actually got it from the facebook uh page this paranormal life secret society on facebook um shout out to russell wicks and rowdy moore who actually posted it as a suggestion in 2019. <laughs> Thank you to M. Zanetti, who actually shouted this one out
1: in 1865. <laughs> 70 years before
0: the train actually disappeared. Uh, yeah, look, there's no there's, there's no point in dancing around it anymore. Kit, let's talk about it. Let's talk it through. Let's get to our conclusions. Uh, needless to say, of course, a tantalizing and very fun story, the setting of
1: which is uh, very exciting and fun, um, but maybe it's suspiciously so. Maybe it's too tantalizing. Maybe it, it has all the hallmarks of a slightly fabricated story. Um, yeah, we, we do cover these all the time. A story that is so fantastic, and yet at the very end, all we are left with, the two possibilities, and then a gaping wide chasm in between, but the two possibilities are... It either all happened exactly as we described it, and there's no evidence for it, mm-hmm. or the laws of physics are still the way you remember them, and this is just a made-up <laughs> story.
0: Yeah, it's kind, of, it's kind of a story that is a victim of its own insanity, where if we had just focused on a train that went into a tunnel and disappeared in a cloud of smoke, that's pretty cool. That's pretty mysterious. That alone is a case worth investigating and you would probably have an easier time trying to break down the explanations of that story. Instead though what we have is all these extra levels. The train appearing in ghost form killing chickens. uh, The passengers appearing in a country 70 years before the train even departed. It's so outlandish that it feels like a campfire story that's been passed around for years and every year someone adds their own level to the end of it. Yeah. And now we've got this really insane convoluted story where ancient monks are talking about seeing the tra- a train like a giant snake it's it's pretty bizarre. Like we're literally one step away from me showing you an Egyptian hieroglyphic of a steam locomotive,
1: a place we've been many times before in this paranormal life. And we do not care to repeat.
0: We today. don't need to go back again. We've seen the black helicopters carved into the walls of the ancient pyramids. It's bullshit. So I don't know. I don't think we really need to entertain this one for too long. It's a great story. I had a lot of fun telling it. Hopefully you guys had a lot of fun learning about it. As I said, there are some parts of this story that are in stone and really interesting to read about. There's also some wilder parts, as I said. The skull, for example. (laughs) Sure. Things get a little off the rails. Um, But hey, what a great story. Unfortunately, for me, it is going to be a no this week. It is a no on this side too. Damn! But thank you to Amy Grisdale for researching this week's episode. Thank you. Guys, thank you so much for joining us, as I said, for this week's episode of this episode paranormal life did you know that we have our own train an elusive and exclusive train for
1: it's a monorail really that goes around the commune um it's really just it just circles the the high tower um and we uh, lob just tomatoes and rocks at the peasants underneath. so i was
0: actually i was gonna do <laughs> i was doing like a metaphor i was gonna be like we have a train it's called the patreon express and it's only five dollars for a ticket i, I wasn't talking about Th- the actual oh, train that yeah, we have yeah, train, yeah, in our cult, is, com- yeah. cult commune in the commune okay. i wasn't going to talk about that one probably
1: should even mention that one now i think about it I might go back yeah
0: back, yeah cause... that kind of derailed my plug speaking of derailing uh once again the commune train many times straight off the rails <laughs> Uh, we really did not put a lot of work into that thing.
1: It actually comes off the rails so much. It's basically just a motorized slingshot. Um.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're getting distracted. No, sorry. Patreon is what we're here to talk about. The Patreon Express. We're talking about bonus content. Over 50 extra episodes of This Paranormal Life. And that's only the tip of the iceberg. Because you will also get every Friday a brand new episode of The After Party. A That's when Kit and I put down the paranormal research, get blackout drunk, and talk about everything behind the scenes of this podcast. And sure, a lot of times we just go straight back to the paranormal. Yeah, because there's a lot of paranormal shit to cover and it's actually a big part of our lives. And other times, we just talk about Moths. And all of the moths that are taking over my apartment, it's actually a real problem. Find out more on the after party. But there's also a ton of other amazing rewards that you can get. We have our own merchandise in the form of a paranormal coin made of real gold and silver. Yeah,
1: it's it's f***ed every time we say it. But it is true. It really is. a beautiful collector's commemorative coin, this Paranormal Life Knight of the Commune coin. If you want to become a knight...
0: In this year commune, you can do it for a set fee. You can do <laughs> that's how this this world works. <laughs> but I think you know what my favorite tier is, Kit. Go on, then. One of my favorite rewards is the fact that on our twenty dollar tier and up, you get a free ticket to our monthly this paranormal life raffle, where that's you can right. get shit that we've actually used, talked about or investigated on the podcast. We wanted to do a fun little attaboy, a fun
1: little um, perk for those of you who are supporting us on the higher tiers, just to make it extra worth your while, that uh, for every month you hang around there uh, on that tier, uh, you are
0: automatically entered into said competition. It's true. Last month, we gave away the actual cursed doll that we used on, I think it was our Christmas episode. Something really, it was a real special episode. Sure. And this month, we have another amazing prize to give away in the raffle.
1: This is a, a cool one for longtime listeners of This Paranormal Life or for new listeners that have gone back through the catalog. You may remember a truly vintage episode, a two-part series, I believe, into uh, The Vertical Plane. Yeah. Uh, this was, um, I believe the title was um, Man Receives Emails from the 1500s or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was immortalized in a book called The Vertical Plane. And uh, we have a signed copy of this book to give away.
0: It used to be a hard book to get your hands on. So it's a cool piece to own. Our own personal copy signed and sent to you if you are the lucky winner of that raffle. Also, can I point out really quickly how f***ed up it is that Kit thinks it's okay for you to get emails from a guy from the 1500s, but not for a fucking train to run over a bunch of monks? All right.
1: Well, they're both double nose. So don't okay. get too mad about it.
0: <laughs> I'm just fighting... You can tell i a little bit bitter about the outcome of this episode. Well,
1: because I spent two episodes instead of one talking about emails from the 1500s. <laughs> That's fair.
0: Yes, please check out patreon.com. We have a bunch of really cool rewards over there. And hey, if you're just here along for the ride, if you don't want to get on our crazy paranormal ghost train, hop on board the regular train where for absolutely nothing, you can listen to a new episode of This Paranormal Life every Tuesday. <laughs> we will hit you over the head with a sack of pennies, take all your money and leave you somewhere on the side of the road. It's a good business model, <laughs> but it's a free ride and it's a fun ride. And of course, we love to do our custom Patreon shoutouts at the end of the podcast. So here we go, let's do it. Thank you to Steven Ramirez. Steven Ramirez, do you know where a beer is? Cuz I'm thirsty, brother, and I'm looking for somewhere I can wet the glut, whistle. Glut, glut, glut. That was uh, a
1: question, Stephen. That's incredibly insensitive. Stephen is uh, completely teetotal.
0: Oh, right. Apologies, sir. Could you at least club me over the head with a bag of nickels so I get a little loopy? <laughs> the purr man's high, they call it. <laughs> uh, thank you to Ross Devon Principe. Ross Devon went to heaven, but not Word? after he died. He just like weirdly got an Airbnb there for the weekend. I didn't know you could you do could that. that. He just went and checked it out. He said it was pretty sweet, actually. That's nuts. I gotta look into this.
1: Oh, they say I'm not welcome. That's. <laughs> f- could you think? Could you book on an your account and I can go? Yeah, Ross. Thanks also to Amity Luna. Amity Luna is a crooner. They have the voice
0: of an angel. What is it? What's a crooner? A crooner. What's a crooner? A singer. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. That sounds like a a European currency.
1: Yeah, I don't know where it comes from. Uh, But uh, I feel like but Amity can certainly croon with the best of the... (laughs) I'm really starting to doubt this in my own head. You're making me doubt (laughs) myself. She goes up to the mic and says, Amity, Amity, Amity. (laughs) 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 croon Sorry, I'm reading this wrong. My head's all screwed up. They're a craner. They operate a crane. Ah, They they for shit. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible voice. Thanks also to Rick Somaru.
0: Rick is so marooned. Every time he gets on a ship, he thinks he's making friends and he's like, so what are you guys doing after this? You guys, uh, guys want to hang out? You guys want to go for a swim or something? And they always drop him off on an island to take off. Oh, God. He's so marooned. That is it's a mutiny, <laughs> I think. It's, well, he's not the captain, so it's definitely not a mutiny. It's kind of just like leaving a, a, like a parrot or something on the island. That's what they think mentally. They're like, no one even feels guilty. They're like, we'll all be happier when he's marooned. It should be illegal. <laughs> You're leaving him for dead, surely. Thank you to Dav's Brander. Come on down to Dav's Brander. yeah Whatever you want branded. He'll brand your cattle. He'll brand your steaks. He'll cool. brand your f***ing Cheerios in the morning. Whatever you need. Tiny, that's a, so weird. Yeah, he'll brand every single... T- he'll brand your milk. It's not going to taste good, but he'll brand it. He doesn't ask questions. He just brands. You could bring a live body in there, like a live man. No, no, If you no, want answers no. we've from that have gone man. down this road in recent times that I don't <laughs> he, wish to. He doesn't ask questions. He just brands them. He should. And sometimes he'll, like, hold their head underwater. No. Sometimes sure. he'll, like, slap them about for you. We need to. I've <laughs> uh, stopped. If they don't talk, he'll brand them. Rory is going to get you <laughs> put in jail, I think. Thank you to Robin LeFay. Robin LeFay loves les trains. Which is a little worrying because I know that they loved trains last year, and they also loved trains in 1749. Okay, I'm starting to they think they And they also loved were. trains in year
1: 21x. Okay, so they 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 were on the Zanetti, but they're not they're not Dory Gray. How could they live this long? Right. <laughs> Thank you to Dana Alley, man. I wouldn't I wouldn't want to meet Dana Dana Dark Alley. <laughs>
0: This person is tough. They are tough. Wow. They really are. Like, are they going to beat you up or something? Or rob you in the alley? Or- they live Dana Alley. They live in the alley? That's how you know they're tough. Geez, that's some Oscar the Grouch shit. <laughs> Thanks to Susie Q. Boozy Susie. Of course, again, completely teetotal. Hasn't touched a, touched a drop a liquor in all of her life. But Susie, could you we're dying of thirst over here. Can you point us in the direction of it? no, okay. All right. Well, you know what to do. Get the nickels. Get the bag of nickels. Thanks to John Stephen. John Stephen always sings Don't Stop Believin'. That's his ga- his karaoke song. I mean, it's I mean, overdone potentially, but it is a classic. But they won't like just do it once. They'll be like don't Stop Believing. Again, Don't Stop Believing. Don't Stop Believing. Oh, a
1: karaoke hog.
0: Yeah, taking every single song. Don't Stop Believing. It ends here. That's kind of weird. you just dun. You're addicted like, to that story of a small town girl in a lonely Whoa. world. And then afterwards, you're like, all right, man, do you know how to get home from here? And he's like, Don't Stop Believing. Don't Stop Believing. Okay. you're like, okay, thank
1: you. <laughs> that's a lot. You've been hit
0: with too many too nickels, many. my friend. <laughs> Thanks to James Dunham. Are we shout out James? Mm-hmm. I thought we'd already done him. Oh! Hey, uh, we have though. We've done him uh, multiple times now. So James, actually, if you could, scam if you could delete him from the the Patreon because we delete done him. him. Yeah, delete him.
1: Thanks to Lily Russell. Lily Russell moved from Philly to Brussels. Uh, big culture shock. Wow. Big culture shock. He's been walking around Belgium trying to get a cheese steak. You can don't move if you're so dependent on the cheese stick. She went from Philly
0: to Brussels to Crimea to Ukraine. <laughs> oh, hold on a second! All in the flash of a light bulb.
1: <laughs> Thank you to Anna Maria Balletti,
0: famous owner of the Balletti Railway. <laughs> oh no! Uh, started a brand new track, but uh oh, forgot to dig the tunnel. They were praying a time slip was going to happen before they hit that boulder. (laughs) But no, they found that wreckage.
1: Yeah, God, the slogan for that new railway was a train so fast it don't need brakes, which sadly was its undoing.
0: It was a mess. Thanks lastly to Michelle R. Michelle loves to hang out down at the beaches, just uh, hoarding everything that she can get her hands on. Limpets, crabs driftwood that's how they actually got their name is a bunch of kids came and tried to take it all away and, and they were like michelle michelle came back my fucking shell that's what yeah. they just call her michelle now yeah yeah their name is actually todd yeah
1: but so, they just. Stopped. i don't know how oh, you got like a, an ipad like a pokemon that's all they say
0: michelle 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 i don't know how you got access to spotify michelle But hey, we're so happy to have you on board. Thank you. And thank you to everyone who supports us on Patreon. Guys, as we said, there's some amazing rewards and really cool extra bonus shit that you can get for friggin' pennies. Check it out on Patreon.com forward slash This Paranormal Life. Thank you so much for listening. I'm about to time slip out of this studio. But of course, y'all know where I'll be. I'll be back here on a Friday for the after party, and I'll be back here on Tuesday for a brand, brand new, new episode pan- of. Tale. You c- I had a fit whole thing going, dude. Why would you come in that I low, e- <laughs> <tail>. low <energy? laughs> I was like, really had like a cool metaphor go
1: <laughs> go, but you were you weren't <laughs> getting there fast enough.
0: <laughs> like you weirdly like interjected, but you didn't even have the energy. I to just finish. like.
1: I thought I was gonna finish your sentence <laughs> and I got it wrong.
0: Paranormal sale. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, didn't even fit along with what I was saying. Just end I, I the episode, like, man. I had, like such a good thing going there. All right, right? Done. Oh, can, I'm done. Okay, kids, just walk. Kids, gone. He's making so much noise, he leaves. Right. He's, g- <laughs> He's gone. All right, just leave. Wow. You don't have to take all this stuff with you. Do the- I was almost done. I was so almost done with the episode and you, inter- you interrupted with so such low energy.
1: I, I forgot some stuff. <laughs> okay. Uh,
0: I think we should probably have just cut sorry. it like a few minutes ago. That's my mic! <laughs> That's my, you don't need to pack my mic while I'm, we're still recording, sorry, by I'm the sorry. way.
1: Can you end the This is
0: so messed up. Mm-hmm. I, all right. Th- mm-hmm. Thank you for listening to those weeks. Don't tell That's- me to end the show and then you keep coming over and making more, more noise. <laughs> Alright, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll be back next Tuesday with a brand new... Do you want to say it now? You could say it now. <coughs> Sorry. Uh, Team me up again. <laughs> same thing. Thanks for listening to this week. We'll be back next, next week. week with a brand new... After party. On, fr- on Friday, we will be back with another after party. party. But what did you say before when you interrupted? Oh, yeah, we'll be yeah, yeah, back yeah. next week, next Tuesday, with a brand new... Fan, oh, come on, i pack. God <laughs> <All right. laughs> the lights. I'm done. <laughs>